I thought my adult life would be very similar to like a Hugh Grant film in the 90s. Trickstar Radio. I'm Jimmy Willis. I am now here every weekday from 7 a.m. Jimmy Willis. I am basically like a one man ground force. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jimmy Willis. Wake up to Willis. Say it with me, Jimmy Willis. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ellie, are you sure it's Amazon Prime Day? Why is it not trending anywhere? Why can't I read well, anything about it? Well, because people just aren't trendy enough these days, Jimmy, but it is happening and you can get... 24 cans of Red Bull for fourteen ninety nine. I don't right even now. know that's a good deal, but you've kind of I sold it I kind of feel me. like it's a good deal. <laughs> I don't this know if it's a, a good deal. I don't know. The thing is, the sales aren't as good these days because it's just stuff's cheap all year round, isn't it? No. No? No. <laughs> There's some really good deals here. You can get Under Armour men's hugging leggings <laughs> for £11, reduced from 30 but, That's 63% off. But are they real? Is it, was it ever that price, really? That's what gets me in some I don't know, sales. actually, because I've just been looking at turntables. Because I want some turntables, and I think that the deal they're offering is a lie. Uh, is it 12 tens you're going? No. No. Let's move on. Do you know what I might get? I might get myself some nice in-ear headphones. In-ear headphones? Or a Black & Decker. A Black & <laughs> I can't imagine you black and decorating something on a Saturday just, afternoon. There's just so many things here that I don't need, but I really want because they've they've, they've got 32% off. Oh. Some things have got 30% off. Check it out. But what's going to happen now is that I'm going to go to my office and pretend to be working and looking for deals. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's I'm such a sale junkie. I'm really concerned because my girlfriend's got day off today and she is an online shopping queen. We, oh, we're, is she? we're getting four or five things a day turn up in, in various bars. It's <laughs> amazing. I love it. What have we got today? Then? Oh, more shoes. Yeah, we needed more shoes, didn't we? We, we? we filled three cupboards up, but we probably need a couple more <gasps> pairs of shoes. There's something here called the mother of all creams. It's £28.77. <laughs> I don't know what it does. It's, like you just, it's one of those Windex type things that you put on everything. You can put this on everything. Oh, my God. That's me. I'm done now. I can't even give you a good link, Jimmy. No, I'm, just, she's, I'm, lost I'm in Ellie. deep. If you, unless you remove my phone from me, that's it. Trickstar Radio. The UK's rudest drivers are in Brighton and Hove. Wow, uh, this really? This is about sort of like niceties such as giving the right of way to other drivers being patient with learner drivers letting pedestrians cross the road apparently Brandon Hove is the worst place for this which I didn't expect because of all the cyclists isn't it yes there is a bit of like war out there Uh, do you drive Ellie I don't actually know if you drive not legally (laughs) (laughs) drove down Um, here today (laughs) (laughs) my car is double parked outside but I do not have a licence um, have you ever do I drive? I can drive. I used to have a Ford Fiesta. Oh, you do? Yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. I used to have a... No, I haven't got a problem. I had a provisional licence, but I still had this Ford Fiesta that I used to drive with a licensed driver sat next to me. Yeah. And I used to drive it to Worthing. <laughs> Why did you... I, for reasons I will discuss <laughs> off air. Um, so I used to drive it to Worthing and back. Well, my brother and my cousin were, were in the car. And, um, yeah, and then it went for its MOT and it failed. But I could I could easily get behind the wheel of a car and drive. Braking, <laughs> braking was all, always my problem. I'm a bit of a harsh breaker. I brake, but I brake really abruptly. I'm a bit like, it's like I'm doing an emergency stop. 
when I break. Yeah. Now, do Amazon Prime sell cars? Should we buy a car? <laughs> yeah, no, maybe. Should we give up the rest of the day and go and play a car no, and drive to work? No, I don't know. I think I'm just going to get a Black & Decker, a turntable and a dog collar. And I don't even have a dog. But they're really cute. They're really good collars. I think if you're buying pet things, probably better go with the cat stuff because you actually have a cat. Yeah, but my cat hates me. I spent all I spent about 20 minutes the other day trying to get me get to like me. What? There's just no point. There's no point. She's so unhappy. She's the most unhappy cat in the world. Yeah, it's, it's depressing even trying what, to talk to her. How do you know the cat is unhappy? Because if you try and touch her, she scratches you. Oh, no. She just hates life. Is it just you or everyone? Everyone. She... <laughs> She's properly... She just hates life. But, but she loves me. It's, there, it's a very confusing thing. There we are. How would you get a cat to like you, dear listener? At Trickstar Radio. <laughs> I think food is a good way with most animals, to be oh honest with God, you. Oh, my God. There's a multi-knife that I don't need. It's only seventeen ninety nine. A multi-knife? Yeah. What? So is it more lots of knives in one knife? No, it's just one blade, but I think it does a lot of things. <laughs> A blade cuts things. (laughs) I mean, a blade cuts things. You're getting sucked into this. I'm so sucked. Amazon is sucking me off right now. (laughs) Ellie, good luck with your Amazon shopping. I really can't wait. Maybe you could bring a selection of things in uh, next week. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not the knives. That looks great. Right, go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. On more serious matters of the day, the sun have gone with uh, menace of exploding Argos tables. Oh, dun dun dun. (laughs) This is so menace of exploding Argos tables. Uh, it's the headline the Sun have gone with. The paper says that the retailer is under pressure to recall glass-topped patio tables after several have exploded like bombs in the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that if you're having a barbecue, you're out here in the garden, your table exploded. Gosh, that'd be quite scary. My 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 roof ter- terrace table is glass. Yeah, but it hasn't blown up yet. Well, no. It wasn't from Argus either, quite honestly. Uh, let's head over to the Daily Star. Cheryl's back on Mega X Factor deal. Uh, this is Cheryl. We don't say a surname anymore because no one knows what it is. <laughs> it just, well, what my is day it? is complete now that I know that Cheryl Vasini Versace Gucci Prada handbag Cole, Cole uh, is back. She is back. Um, what, but what has she been doing? I mean, other than getting married and divorced. Well, I think she had a baby and she hasn't oh, been yeah. in the spotlight. The thing is with Cheryl, I don't even know who done that. I didn't even know she'd left the X Factor and I've been watching the X Factor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You, I don't even know who's on it anymore. Oh, she's so dull. Why is the X Factor even still on? And I, the thing is, it's one of my guilty <clears> secrets. I quite like it because when it comes on, when does it normally start? Around the end of September, you think, oh, Christmas is coming. Because that's <laughs> what I think when I see the X Factor on. And it's kind of... Um, a bit of a pointless programme because I watched the whole of the last series I don't even know who the judges were I don't know who won it oh. I don't know anything it was... uh, and does anyone care anymore no, no one cares no one cares especially about Cheryl Cole because um, another programme no one cares about is Big Brother which the, the oh. figures are so low I can imagine it was I mean I mean, I don't know a single person that watches it I used to be an avid fan of Big Brother I well, loved it and now I turned on when this first series started and I saw the people going in and I thought I would rather stick needles in my eyes and watch this calibre of person yeah. being entertaining. Well, they weren't even entertaining. They just scream at each other, and they're just the lowest of well, I mean, amoebas in the pond, aren't they? I'll tell you where Big Brother went completely wrong. The, the first series, it was intriguing, it was different, 
But the, the reason it was good is because normal people yeah. were in there. A builder, a so-and-so. It was yeah. normal people. And we're interested in normal people. Now, I, and I know this for a fact, 100%, each single person in Big Brother, and this has gone on for three or four years, has got an agent before they've gone on to Big Brother. Mm. So they're people that are half... Well, not famous, They want their 15 the minutes word. of fame, don't they? They've but, all got enhanced cleavage. They've all got But they've issues. all been they've, on various programmes. It might It's little programmes like Come Dine With Me, Dinner Dates. Right. They've all been on stuff before. Okay. So they've all got agents, and, they, and, and that's why it doesn't work, because they're oh, all... Oh, it's just dreadful. I mean, the screaming and, oh, just... Uh, I, it's like Love Island. Wow, Love Island is the other one. I've got a story here in the Daily Mirror. Uh, Love Island contestants fled their villa in panic last night, fearing the place was going up in flames. Now, Love Island, I have no interest. My girlfriend watches it every night. Uh, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, no, it's awful. I mean, she puts it on and I watch a minute of it and I think I can't I'd like, yeah, ripping it. my eyes out. I can't, yeah, I'll get this ballpoint pen and just stick it in my eyeball they like need that. To, honestly, well, they were saying that they're having too much on the programme. Wow. And uh, quite honestly, I, my advice is keep your legs together and sort your life out. But I come up with an idea, uh, and this is another thing, as I was just saying with Big Brother, it was good with normal people. Mm. If you'd done Love Island... With completely normal people, like an overweight bricklayer from Newcastle, right? <laughs> um, big fat Doris, who's the the school dinner lady from yes. Sheffield. But put all these people together. Now that is interesting. It's a proper program. That's interesting because we're going to want to know, and it, and that is it. I'm going to get this idea. I've just said on the radio. I've given my idea away. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But I think that is what it should be. It should be normal people. Look at these people. They're all too pretty. Well, no, they're all enhanced, aren't they? But they're and not. Yes. Yeah, but fake. they may be pretty but look at their personalities they're, yeah they're, they have nothing they're just I mean I, I'm going to get slated for saying this but they're the trashiest of trash it is and it's cheap TV basically that's why it's made because if you're making quality programmes you're having to spend a fortune like period dramas you're spending millions and millions of pounds this you know they get nothing basically you know they don't get paid they get they can win yeah. They get their exposure, and then they get slated because they're the most awful creatures on earth. They're not even on an island, and it's called Love Island. <laughs> See, reality TV isn't real, is it? It's a load of old nonsense. They're in Spain. People watch something more intelligent than Love Island and Big Brother. Seriously, just just turn the TV off and just listen to my podcast over and over again. <laughs> on loop, <laughs> on loop, forevermore. <laughs> that, that's my advice to the world. Jimmy, wait a, wait a minute. Hear this. Right, this morning, Ellie, there's a number of topics that we need to get through. Okay. The first one, I want to talk about dieting, because I need to go on a diet. Okay. L- little porky over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the first thing I want to get through is Snapchat. I was reading a story this morning... Okay. ...about the guy that owns uh, Snapchat, Ivan Spangle. <laughs> <laughs> he was... He's just been given $800 million bonus... Wow. Uh, ...for Snapchat. So that's big. Now, are yeah. you a Snapchat user? I've never used Snapchat. Well, I've... Because all the kids use Snapchat. Like, everyone. It's a thing. I've downloaded yeah. it five different times, and I can't seem to get into it. It's okay. not for me. But I kind of think I'm missing out on something. I don't know if you are. It might be a generational thing that just kind of passes us and our age group, I think. <laughs> I, on Saturday night, we were, I'll cover this in a nutshell. On Saturday night, I stayed in, which I had the night off. My son was away and I shouldn't have stayed in, but I did stay in. Yeah. And I was just looking on social media. And the more I was looking on social media, the more kind of depressed I was getting by social media. 
because it is just kind of everybody is just on social media love me love me yeah. like me love yeah. me you know, and I'm guilty of it you're guilty of it we're all guilty of it but um, so I think Snapchat is just an extension of that. I'm just looking at how it's defined. It says Snapchat lets you easily talk with friends, <laughs> view live stories from around the world and explore news in Discover. I know people like the little bunny ears and all of that it stuff is. with it. The filters were a big thing. I think Facebook yeah. have got them all as well now. They have. They? And they've got the game on it because they do. They change every day on the Facebook do ones. They? they? change every day, yeah. And they do like all the current films and things. And you oh, okay. be Batman or whatever. Oh, wow. So, but I'm not really into all that, I think. But it's just, I think we're too old. Let's move on. <laughs> old and past it. We can but, try and use it for a week if you like, but I just, I don't... I'll tell you, the only time that I like... Yeah. I did download, download Snapchat briefly uh, last year, and I was working with a girl. She was she was a student, but she was working part-time, and she used to Snapchat from nightclubs. At, yeah, like, We're okay. talking like five, six in the morning. Yeah. And then we get to the office at like nine in the morning. Mm. I was like, hello, good night last night. And she, I think that people kind of forget what they're posting, don't they? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but moving on, we're old, basically. Um, I do want to go on to a dieting because uh, I'm having problems at the moment, Ellie. I, okay. I can't run at the moment because I've hurt my knee. so uh, it's it's quite irritating I'm going to have to do lots of walking like my 10,000 steps a day Mm. uh, and diet Okay, but dieting because I'm not into these low carb diets because you just crave carbs all the time carbs are fantastic over my bread body so I don't know if I just I don't, I'm going to have to look into diets but a lot of these stupid diets are ridiculous aren't they because mm. it, it's as simple as if you put less calories into your bodies yeah. but of a mixed diet should I tell you yeah, what the best diet is what? Dump your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ellie's advice of the morning. Good morning, Anna, if you're listening. Yeah. I'm sure she's lovely. I'm sure she's fantastic. And she sounds lovely and fantastic. But maybe just, just dump her for the day. Just dump her for the day. Dump her for the day. What, and, the, and, and the fallout will be that dramatic that you'll lose you, a few pounds. <laughs> and you think maybe, what, because I'm going to be going out in the pool again, you No, it's nothing about going yeah. on the pool. It's nothing about so going I on the pool. I think it is it's when you're single. Heartbreak. It's just heartbreak. Is it? Is weight. Yeah. No, see, I Not about put, going on the pool. I would put weight on if I'm a bit unhappy. Okay. I eat. I'm an eater. Are you? Yeah. Oh, see, I don't get the whole comfort eating thing. Don't you? No, apart from that time of the month. But uh, you're quite no. slim, though. You're all right. You're athletic. You're, you're of an athletic build, I no, would say. No, I think I was talking to my boss about this yesterday. I think once you hit a certain age, you have to put the hours in. Yeah. I think once you're sort of maybe mid-30s, if you're not putting in the hours, yeah. <laughs> it shows. <laughs> Hit us up at Trickstar Radio. We're going to go to Joe Stone, make love here on Trickstar Radio, eight forty-five. Good morning, Brighton. Trickstar Radio. Jimmy Willis. Wake up to Willie. King Corbin. Oh, King <laughs> Corbin. <laughs> he's 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 still sort of going for it. <clears throat> now this week it came out in the papers. Uh, I think Theresa May asked for Corbin's help to. Uh, move forward with things because I think it's because she hasn't got say, a clue. That's why she, she, I think she's struggling a little bit. They had another one, didn't they? In the Conservative Party, one of the MPs said the N word in the in Parliament. Oh my goodness, that was can, outrageous! Can it get what century worse? do they live in? Are they using that word? That and a reference to something, and it's like, <laughs> how can it get any? Admittedly, worse? I'd never heard that saying before, but apparently, no. sort of, it is a generational thing, and people back in the day used to say it. 
I mean, I just you just can't believe it. The N word. I can't believe the. But anyway, she has been suspended. But I mean, that's. But apparently, and when she done it. No one said anything. Oh. It was only later on when it all came out in the papers and stuff. No one kind of said, "Oh, I don't think you should say that." I mean, which you would have thought they would have done in this day and age, wouldn't you? But well, anyway, but it just proves they don't listen to what they say when they're oh, in Parliament. No, a lot of them are asleep. There's pictures of them asleep in there sometimes. It's hysterical. Isn't you think they're talking about really important stuff, and half of them are having a doze. Big you say, fat well, these men are the people asleep. controlling our country, <laughs> and they don't care. Um, so Theresa May asked for Corbyn's help to move forward with things. Uh, Corbyn has posted a picture on his Facebook page yesterday. It says Theresa May asked me for ideas, so I've sent her a copy of our manifesto. I hope it helps to clarify and improve the Conservatives' policies as she requested. Yeah, he's also posted a picture there. He's handwritten that in a card and sent the manifesto to her. Corbyn's going for it. Uh, let's have a look how many likes and shares that's got. There we go. 100,000 likes. Uh, 6,000 comments. 22,000 shares. Corbyn's nailing it. Court, sorry, I just had a text message. How unprofessional of me. Sorry, it went ping. No, Corbyn, Corbyn, Corbyn's very cool. I think he's very cool. I mean, that's quite a funny thing to do, isn't it? With a yeah. with a handwritten card going, here's my manifesto. Well, he does stuff, but, doesn't he? Oh, it just proves that she's not strong and stable if she's going, please help me, please help, help. me. Help me. My, my team are now using the N-word in Parliament. Yeah. Help. And I can't run a country. It's she's, all going horribly wrong. I mean, she, I mean I'm not, look, I'm not even really into politics. No. I'm not saying Corbyn's going to come and change the world, do everything he's going to no. say. He probably won't. I don't care. But how? He seems like a nice player. But at least he's got me. ideas. He's got ideas. He, get, he goes out to Glastonbury. And do you know what I mean? Yeah, he headlined Glastonbury. He headlined Glastonbury. <laughs> this, is, no, this doesn't happen in politics. He's now like the lead singer of the Stone Roses or something, isn't he now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like him. I just think it's a bit different, really. I was looking at all our past kind of prime ministers, and they've all been very public schoolboyish. I don't expect Corbyn went to one of these. I don't actually know. But um, hit us up at Trickstar Radio. Is Corbyn a public school We person? could always Google it. We could Google it. <laughs> but the last... Prime Minister, who wasn't like one of these, you know, public school boys, mm. was John, John Major, Major. who mm. bizarrely was the Conservative, wasn't he? But he was, um, he was he, up in a circus or something. Yeah, his dad was, was a circus. Working class, self made man, which you, I always respect anyone from a working class background, no don't matter where. Don't much lately, do you? No, I don't. Is he, is he still? Yeah. He is still alive. I'm pretty certain that he's alive. <laughs> We're sort of, sort of 70 We're just killing <laughs> off prime ministers. I'm going to Google that actually because, I, yeah, I, I, what does John Major do now? I know what David Cameron's doing because he said because everyone wants this uh, the the public. 1% public pay cap thing lifted and he said we were all selfish for wanting him to do this and he's earning £120,000 an hour <gasps> for speeches at the moment see this is what what annoys me about people in power they're, like you say they're all public school boys yeah. they're all, they've all got rich mummies and daddies and offshore accounts and stuff and then when they have no no idea what the normal person yeah. goes through yeah because they get all their expenses paid they get everything paid and they have no idea of the real <sighs> world so when nurses me. want a pay rise they go oh no they shouldn't and they all cheered when the, they didn't get yeah. the pay rise it's like what kind of cretins what, are you what world do we live in i know um i'll, I'll be very careful to say who it is but um <laughs> i know a, a fireman um and he He's been doing it for a long time, and he has to have another... He's a full-time fireman. He has to do another job so he can pay his day-to-day bills, Mm. and it's a very awful, low 
job. I'm not going to. I'm hard not to say what it is because it's going to say who he is. But um, and it's like so. Th- this is a fire, and this is the bloke when your kids get smashed up in a motorway on a car who has to go and cut them out. <gasps> when there's a fire, you, you know, your grand's yeah, house yeah. is on fire. The bloke that comes and rescues her, and he has to work another job right at the bottom of society so he can pay his rent. Is that it's disgusting? A, I mean, could you? Be, and nurses are on food stamp, uh, food banks. Yeah, and, stuff. and policemen as well. There's uh, policemen. I think joining. I think the starting pay for a policeman was nineteen thousand pounds. Now, mm. if you've got a flat and you live on your own in the middle of Brighton, yeah, you, you're out of money already, aren't you? Absolutely, a hundred percent. Teachers as well. That's the other one. Teachers only start on nineteen grand or God, something. God, they should be on a fortune with the little brats that they've got. To teach so these all days. these, like, I mean, we've, we've got all the sudden rail strikes. We've got the flight attendants that. That, that all, you know, which is all fine. Well, they even when I was now hostess, that they were going on strike back then, years and but years yeah, ago. Um, but, but, but that's just a BA thing. They're always going on strike. But that's fine that they're doing that. But, I mean, you don't but see the, all the teachers going on strike, do you? No, no. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I must admit, the BA pay, before anyone else has something to go at me, the BA pay was appalling. It and is. Quite understand. And, and but they probably earn 19 grand a year, don't they? No, well, probably even less that than that when they start. Do they? Absolutely. But you would have thought... Because you get your basic when you fly, you get your basic, and then you get your when you're flying, you, you clock up the hours. Oh. So what if they miss me on a minimum wage, which is what fourteen and a half? If you work full well, time. Well, I was. I think my basic was like ten grand. How long ago was that, though? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I think minimum. If you work minimum wage, is about it would have got it would have gone up now because there would be yeah, the minimum With minimum your bonuses. Wage. But I mean, I yeah, I just I, everyone goes on strike. But I'm just saying, firefighters, ambulance people, the people that out what, that we need. Because when things go wrong, if they all start going on strike, mm. like properly, teachers, I mean, what happens then? Well, the government don't care because, quite honestly, they don't even care about the train strikes. No, they, well, yeah. yeah. They, they, the government, as long as they've got their money in their pocket, they don't care about the working classes. Yeah. Right, 8.32, we're going to come back with a better, happier story about Drew... Oh, yeah, let's do that. Drew Barrymore <laughs> cooking an egg. We got all political, didn't we? Drew Barrymore is how Drew Barrymore cooks an egg on Instagram. What a great segue from Jeremy Corbyn <laughs> to an egg. Chickstar Radio. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hear this. It's raining outside, Ellie. Is it? Thank goodness for that. I've been waiting for the rain because it just means that I can not have to do things after work. Like last night after work, I went to the beach and I don't know if you saw the waves. They were totally crazy bonkers. No, I didn't look at the waves. sea yesterday. And um, I went in. I went in. It's proper. You didn't. I properly got battered around with my boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awful. There was a moment where I went under for a bit too long and thought, this is it. This is it. Do you do a lot of swimming in the sea? Um, no, that was my first proper time this year. But yes, I, I am a keen swimmer. I do sea. see a lot of people out there and it looks quite um, it was, refreshing. It was warm yesterday as well. The water was actually warm. Was it? Yeah. I think it's because there was so much movement yeah. in the water that it was, you know... Right. It was fun. But we're doing a quiz now. We're doing anyway, a quiz. are you ready, Jimmy? Uh, well, as ready as I can possibly okay, be. Okay, fantastic. This is a 20 question quiz. That's a big we quiz. need to move through this very quickly. Jimmy, if you don't know the answer, you're just going to have to say pass. Do you understand? I understand. Okay, fantastic. Because what I don't want to happen, Jimmy, is I don't want to dawdle. No. <laughs> I am a dawdler, aren't I? I, I, yeah. I get annoyed. People have got places to be. Yeah. <laughs> And they're definitely going to want to hear this quiz because they're probably going to think they know the answers. Okay, are you ready? I, yeah. Going in. Okay, during the fight that eventually split the band in 2009, what piece of fruit did Liam throw at Noel? An apple? Okay, next question. 
Which Beatle featured on the 2009 single I'm Out of Time in the form of an archive interview clip? John Lennon. OK, and this is an Oasis-themed quiz, in case you had to guess. <laughs> which, dr- which drink brand sued the band after accusing Shaker Maker of plagiarising one of their adverts? Oh, Tynican. <laughs> OK. Which Oasis single has sold the most copies since its release? Do you know what I mean? Don't look back in anger or Wonderwall. Wonderwall. I think it might be Don't Look Back in Anger. It's too late. <laughs> for which album did the group win the Brit Award for the best Brit album of the last 30 years? Definitely maybe What's the Story, Morning Glory or Be Here Now? What's the Story, Morning Glory? What caused the group to leave the stage twice during their Heaton Park gig on the 4th of June 2009? Stage Invaders, Generator Failure or Bad Weather? Generator failure. Which British guitarist played lead guitar on Champagne Supernova? Johnny Marr, Paul Weller, or John Squire? Johnny Marr. I don't think I'm going to do very well in this quiz. I'm disappointed myself. Which band did Jem Archer play guitar in before joining Oasis in 1999? Heavy Stereo, Stereo, Ride or Shed 7? Heavy Stereo. In 2002, Oasis were forced to cancel two shows when Liam was injured in a bar fight and broke what? Nose, teeth, arm. Teeth. Okay. Which Beatles tribute act supported Oasis at their legendary Nebworth shows in 1996? Was it Beatlemania again, The Bugs or The Bootleg Beatles? Beatlemania again. What was the band's name when they first formed in 1991? The Rain, Our Kid or The Storm? The Storm... What was the B-side to their debut single, Supersonic? Cloudburst, Take Me Away, Do You Want to Be a Spaceman? Take Me Away. What was the name of the record label Alan McGee signed the band to in 1993? Creation, Factory Records or Columbia? Creation. Where was their 1995 concert film, Live by the Sea, filmed? Blackpool, Southend-on-Sea or Brighton? Southend-on-Sea. <laughs> Which festival did Oasis play their last UK show at in 2009? Reading and Leeds, V Festival or Latitude? Was it Latitude? Which street in Soho, London features on the cover of What's the Story, Morning Glory?, Berwick Street, Denmark Street or Carnaby Street? Carnaby Street. What was the name of Noel's blog which he kept during his time on tour with Oasis? All Around the World, Scribbles from Our Kid, Tales from the Middle of Nowhere. All Around the World. (laughs) 
Which scientist inspired Noel to call their fourth album Standing on the Shoulder of Giants? Albert Einstein, Isaac Newton, Mer- <laughs> Mary Curie. To Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> okay and almost there which single infamously lost the battle of Britpop with Blur in 1995 Wonderwall some might say or roll with it roll with it okay which British TV show used Half the World Away as its theme song in the 1990s okay Jimmy I'm going to give you your answers back Um, what, After nah. the next link. No, no. <laughs> that was intense. Trickstar Radio. Wait a minute. Hear this. That's Perfect Places by Lord here on Trickstar Radio. It's 9.21. Uh, have we got the results in for the quiz, Ellie? We do have the results. And I just have to say, because I don't want you to think I'm that fabulous that I created that quiz myself, that quiz is courtesy of NME's Ultimate Oasis quiz. Well done, NME. I mean, I, I'm a big Oasis fan and I'm slightly concerned I've done really poorly uh, and it's going to upset me. I think, given the time in the morning, Jimmy, you did well. <laughs> you didn't know what the quiz was going to be on. I no. put you on the back foot, <laughs> as I do every week. Jimmy, you scored in the NME's Ultimate Oasis <laughs> quiz a total of 12. 12 out of 20 it was a plum it was a plum that got thrown Uh, that's the only answer that you gave that really disappointed me yeah because I'm a big Oasis fan too and he threw a plum well that's not it's not a complete disaster no it's not but there's room for improvement there is always room for improvement Jimmy and I'll be back next week (laughs) with a bigger and badder (laughs) quiz but a little bit less time I think it's really I think it would be good to know how you guys at home feel about our quizzes Jimmy wins Uh, So we've all got a bit political this morning, but we're going to go on to harder-hitting topics of the day. Now, Drew Barrymore has posted something on Instagram. Mm. It's a picture of a hard-boiled egg cut in half. Right. It says, um, 15-minute hard-boiled egg in hot water, no flames. Oh. So I'm thinking, oh, I mean, I I sometimes... Intriguing. I sometimes fancy a hard-boiled egg. Do you? Of course, it's well... Uh, <laughs> Do you not like eggs? I love eggs. I like I like a poached egg. I like a fried egg. I like scrambled eggs. Don't like hard boiled eggs. You don't like. I like soft boiled eggs. eggs with soldiers. Oh, softboiled eggs with soldiers are a winner. Uh, I do like them. But anyway, hardboiled egg, this is, has no interest to you, Charmaine. No. Uh, but <laughs> I reckon you could probably do a softboiled egg by it. If you can do a hardboiled egg, surely you can do a softboiled yeah, egg. Yeah, probably you, leave it for less time. Um, well, to make flameless hardboiled eggs, uh, you need to fill a large, deep glass with very hot water. Tap is fine, but you can also zap a glass of water in the microwave to get it super hot temperature if you need to. Uh, Then next, you just carefully spoon your egg into the glass, leave it undisturbed for about 15 minutes, then use the spoon to remove and rinse carefully under cold water. That's it, it's done. I don't believe tap water, hot tap water, would cook. Can you see my face? I'm framing it. I'm like. It's it's just. I, I, I can't see that would work, but. Drew Barrymore says so. That's good enough for me. We've got an electric egg cooker now. Um, you put I, do you know, I'm just saying he lost the words, thinking 15 minutes. 15 minutes? You do it. If you do it on the stove, it'll 
doing what is it pie. 10 minutes isn't it was it a hard boiled i'm not well you wouldn't know because you don't have hard boiled eggs so how mm. long is a soft boiled egg that's about five minutes isn't it well you can do it for well, it depends on like how runny you how like runny it really because like i because i think you're meant to put it in cold water aren't you and then wait for it to boil yeah but i always boil the kettle and put my egg in yeah i always pierce the top of my egg with a little pin and then it stops the egg cracking yeah that's what i have to do in my electric one so i've got an electric thing you just plug it in and then this got a little measuring thing of water you say it says like four soft boiled eggs you fill it up to the level of water you put it in there and then the water somehow evaporates the alarm goes off and you have a perfect soft boiled egg cost 10 pound this thing well, oh, i might on. get one of those it's very easy because i might when i do soft boiled eggs they're either too soft and it's yeah. like salmonella ridden yeah or it's too hard well there I we like go just I'll, right i will send you a link to this thing you can also do poached eggs in it as well mm. it's got a little poached egg bit you can that's put in a skill there. in itself that is a skill i don't do poached eggs for the, the reason na- do you know, i was always told well, if you do poached eggs get the water sort of like mildly <clears throat> bubbling yeah put some salt and vinegar in and then put the egg and uh, well make a little Swirl. whirlwind put the egg in. but it, the vinegar and the salt actually can uh, counteract each other so all you have to do is put vinegar in and no salt really and then it binds it Oh, there we are. Otherwise, it, 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 the salt debine. Yeah, well, it's not, whatever. Cooking it tips from Charmaine Davies. Mm, yes, Fanny Craddock in the corner. <laughs> Trickstar Radio. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. this. Duke Dumont and Gorgon City, real life, 9.30 here on Trickstar Radio. Ellie, you found quite an interesting little article over yeah. your side of the studio. I did. What is it? It's an article from Business Insider and it's talking about how you should split the bill with your partner at each stage in your relationship. Now, this does massively interest me because mm. I'm sort of three years into my relationship. Yeah, so I bet you're going well half. Yeah, oh, completely half <laughs> now. But, like, the first year, I was very kind of... I, I paid for literally everything. And, and to be fair, when we met, I was earning a lot more money than what I do now. So I kind of used to pay for everything. Mm. And the second year, we were sort of starting to split stuff a bit more but i was still paying more yeah but the third year we're kind of properly housed but in fairness she's always offered to pay for stuff to take me out for dinner but i'm quite um old-fashioned in the fact that i wouldn't like to go out and, and spend 100 pound on dinner and her pay for it. i wouldn't ever really allow that I mean, all of these sorts of things just lead me back to the same thing every time, which is that a lot of women want to be treated like princesses and they want men to pay for everything. Uh, but then at the same time, they want their equal rights and they want yeah. to be a feminist and they want to be an independent woman. So it's like you can't have it both ways. In yeah. my opinion, so I'm quite a halfer. I'm, I'm quite a half. You know, I was in a really big long term relationship and we used to go halves on everything you know it was, it was full on because i was earning a lot less money and we were still going halves on everything yeah. so when you look at it like that is that fair and yeah there was a something in the guardian about that yesterday actually maybe i'll pull that up in a minute because some woman was saying that her partner wants uh, her to pay half the rent and he earns significantly <laughs> more and they live somewhere in london yeah you know so it's a, it's a tricky one, is it? It's nice to be spoiled and it's nice to be taken out. It's nice to have those sorts of things done, but then don't complain. Yeah. <laughs> don't be like, I want to be a feminist. I want to be an independent woman. Oh, yeah. but I want you to pay for everything. I don't think that's right. No. I like paying for myself. And I would, like, like if we've got on Valentine's Day, I still, 
I still pay for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, still yeah, go out and nice. do it. But yeah. if we just went out for a bit of a random dinner, then we are starting to pretty much split stuff. Yeah, I think that's fine. But then she earns, she does quite well for herself now, and I've not earned as much money this year as I have in previous years. I think it's okay to split stuff, and yeah. Yeah, I think it's totally fine. I think, look, couples have enough to row about these things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just think rowing about money, money comes and goes. That's, that's yeah. just how I feel about money. That is my mantra with money. You know, you can really be really struggling sometimes, or you can be flush sometimes, and money comes and goes. But I, w- I would say as well, I don't think it's ever been a problem or an argument or anything ever, which is probably a good sign, isn't it? What, with you guys? No, ever, never, Really, ever. never comes up? It's never, ever come up, no. Man, that's really good. That's, is that that's a good fantastic. Thing? Yeah, of course that's well, fantastic. See, I d- I've never even thought about that yeah, before. Yeah, well, exactly, but that, that means it's good. And, like, at the start of the year when I didn't have any money... And she sort of brought some stuff and that. It was never an issue. But then I presume yeah. that I've always paid for stuff and holidays and stuff in the past. So I presume yeah. it just all comes around. I don't know. It was never really discussed. But I think it does all come around. I think, as I was just explaining to you off air, there's certain little extras that you have to think about that you might not be putting into the equation necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> uh, right, 9.33, we're going to go to close. California numb. I'll never get to Jimmy Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This. I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about what we're going to talk about. No, you we're can gonna, talk are we going to steer away from that? No, you can we... talk about it if you want. Well, no. <laughs> well, it's the, the Lido at Salt Dune, which I've been extremely excited about for some time because I used to go past it every day when I was living over the other side of Brighton. Uh, and it was redone, it opened, everyone was excited. I haven't been there yet. Oh, hang on, the cafe looks good. Does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then it's been vandalised a month after being opened by, uh, according to reports in the local press, sort of 15, 16 year old tearaways. Uh, and they've been smashing up glass and things, uh, which is massively disappointing. Have, do, have you been to the Lido since it's reopened? What are you laughing No, at? no, I haven't. I haven't. Have you, were, I haven't. I, I think I went there when I was a kid a few yeah, times. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to ask, because you are a local girl. So I presume I'm a local girl, there. yeah. But I, when I was young, we had, it was at Hunkerford, we had an outdoor swimming pool, and it was quite a special thing to go in summer, an outdoor swimming pool. Yeah. Because everything's indoors now, isn't it? Yeah, I think there's an outdoor pool in Lewis as well, actually. Is there? Yeah. Do you go to swimming pools? Do you swim? No. Do, do you know what the thing is? Franklin, my son, he absolutely loves swimming. He thinks he can swim and he can't so he's a bit of a he's a bit of carnage to take <laughs> him to a swimming pool because I think yeah he's a bit of a risky biscuit what is he um, learning to swim no he did no because he doesn't he can teach himself he can teach we himself we don't even need to go into he, how stubborn my son is <laughs> he turned five the other day and when he got back from his camping trip this weekend he just went to me yeah, now I'm five. I do whatever I want to do. Who told you that? I and don't know where like, he gets it from. Ellie. I told my, it's just like I told myself that. <laughs> anyway, my thing is with swimming is that I'll go swimming, I'll have a nice time, and then suddenly I'll look around and be aware of the fact that I'm in a pool with lots of strangers that can see me more or less in my underwear, and that's not a situation that would be happening in real life, and I freak out and leave. But you can, can't, because you can wear a bikini or you can wear like a full length one, so it's not too revealing, is it? No, but it's still people that you don't know very well seeing yeah. you in your undies. Yeah, I suppose. So. I'm more concerned about people weeing in the pool. That bothers yeah. me. Um, I think you've just, got to, suck, you've just that. got to suck that one up, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not, I don't think it's hygienic because there's a lot of people in there. 
all yeah. them dirty yeah that's people. yeah that's, that's the not, thing I don't like and you that's know, a bit you always get a mouthful of something you don't yeah, know what it is is it yeah. B.O. or was it the wee yeah I don't know but I used to love those rumours when I was a kid about the wee turning a different colour <laughs> it never did happen I've tested it <laughs> <laughs> I presume it's your older life or your younger life just now, now I'd, lo- I'd, love, I'd love to see that happen. I'd love to see somebody do a wee in a pool and the water around is them turn red. Is it a complete red. myth? Does it never happen? I think it's a myth. I don't know. I think it's a myth. Like when I was at school, there was a myth that if you had uh, peanut butter sandwiches that were wrapped in tin foil, there was a chemical reaction between the tin foil and the peanut butter that meant you would die. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I've never heard that before. That was a stone cold rumor at my school, and I believed it. <laughs> so if your mum wrapped your, your sandwiches in tin foil, you'd just be like, "She's trying to kill me." <laughs> um, we had a, a tweet in from Katie this morning. Hi, Katie. Asking me how the flying. Ant- situation in Brighton is this is because last week I said we had an attack of flying ants did Mm. you see them yeah, of course Wednesday. I, I mean, there were, I, without exaggerating, like <laughs> thousands and thousands. thousands and thousands of flying ants. But it was all over in one day. They came out Wednesday. By Thursday, they seem to have cleared off. Well, they only come for one day, don't they? But I don't know how it works. How? Why do they? What are they doing? What do they do for the rest of the year? Do they die? I don't know. It's quite interesting. But um, they've got... If you eat them, do you know you can get drunk? Really? Yeah, they've got an acid in them, and seagulls get drunk. You'll notice lots of seagulls get run over when the day that they come out, because the seagulls eat them, and they've got acid in them, and, and yeah. it makes you drunk. Wow. So maybe we should do shots of them one day. <laughs> maybe. But I think they only, come, they only come once a year. I don't know. It's a mystery. It's an I- what, it's, it shouldn't be a mystery. Let's just Google it. Come it, on. <laughs> just, Flying ant day uh, is an uh, informal term for the day on which queen ants emerge from the nest to begin their nuptial flight. The queens fly around, some covering very long distances. Others only a few metres, then mate and drop to the ground where they lose their wings and attempt to start a new ant colony. So it's all about sex. Like most things in life, it's about sex. It all comes down to sex and money. You, you, we should do like a spring watch Bill Oddie type thing. You, you'd yeah. fit that role very well. Or we yeah. just Google stuff and, <laughs> and read out the first three lines. Yeah. No information on anything whatsoever. No, yeah, but, but I'm reading about the drunk thing as well, so apparently they do get drunk. They do get drunk. Oh, yeah, it yeah. sounds like a made-up thing. It sounds like I just made it up. Oh, I'd love to hang out with a drunk seagull. <laughs> I love seagulls. They're like well, my... they're quite cocky, aren't they? They're, just, they're my favourite. Actually, when we went out together on Friday night and I went back out to get some more chips, Jimmy and I, Jimmy came out Did on Friday night. Did you get more chips? I can't believe you've got more chips. Oh, yeah, of course I you just, How can you get chips one in an hour? later eat more chips <gasps> I just have you, you've not spent enough time with me in, in food situations um, so yeah we went and got some chips and there was a seagull following us and then every time we turned around he stopped what he was doing <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was creeping up on us, and we stopped, and we were looking at the full moon, and um, and he kept, he was, I kept my eye on him, and, and then every time my man friend moved, he 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 stopped, <laughs> and then he creeped back up, and then the next minute he was just next to us. Yeah, it was fantastic. They I loved got, them. They've got big personalities. They've got huge personalities. Imagine if they could talk. <laughs> All right, mate. Go on, get a bit of that burger. <laughs> this is the room if the kill. It's an old one. It's the Lifeline remix, but I like it. It's sort of kind of summer vibes. Not really very summery out today, but that's okay. Good morning, Brighton. Trickstar Radio. Jimmy Willis. Wake up to Willis. 